It is so well defined. What we have to do today, we got to go to work. We got to do right offense. All right, here we go. The fidgeting is done, and it's time for the football. Football fixation. It's week nine. Holy crap, Ola, in the NFL. Wade McWayne and Ryan Call here for yep. NFL in London. We're going to make it. Yeah, I'm feeling good about this season now. Well, we got another lockdown, but football yeah, is the only yeah. thing that's keeping us sane, pretty much. Yeah, it's really depressing. Yeah, it's literally, I don't know what I would do if we didn't have football with this lockdown. Because uh, I don't have a soccer team. Unfortunately. No, we got to call that football. But even still, Southampton. Uh, it's, I'm, I always take whatever team's in the lead. Southampton. Uh, no, I'm a Man U fan, but uh, it's not going to be a good year for us. But American football, NFL, is the game we're watching. Ryan found two bags of dildos in his house. And yeah. It's a great story. I bought a house from a, a woman who died mm-hmm. during our sale. And I knew I was always going to find something that she forgot to take. But more like her corpse or I was going to hope it was like, you know, like gold bullion or yeah. something. But I guess a bag of dildos will have to suffice. A bag of old dildos in the fireplace. Two, I mean, not one bag of dildos. Two bags. Two bags of dildos. Which you immediately thought was your wife's. No wonder her heart gave out. It's yeah, just absolute... She was just, just so many, not enough hands. Too many yeah. dicks on the dance floor. She was just probably first lockdown. She's like, I'm going straight. To I am going straight. Shop. And she was in a wheelchair. Wasn't she like handicapped? No, she was in a wheelchair. She was like a bit disabled. So uh, she had probably from probably from crippling herself <laughs> <laughs> with a giant bag. But as a Buffalo Bills fan now, that's got to be nice. You got all these dildos to throw. I'm ready? I'm ready. I'm ready for the next Patriots. Did you taste any of them to see if they were no, used? I haven't. Yeah, you know, I have to put on like a hazmat suit before I go through that bag. Well, it's got your kid didn't find them. <laughs> Speaking of dildos... Yeah, he just uh, comes out with a dildo. Hey. Speaking of dildos, we'll get to the Patriots later. Uh, Thursday night football, the depleted San Francisco 49ers uh, got their ass handed to them mm. by... Uh, Aaron Rodgers still looking good. Devontae Adams, may, you know, he's well, still he's touting himself as the best. Um, this but, is Yeah, this is not at all surprising. I think without Jimmy G and no Frank, uh, Kittle... No Kittle, and then their running backs are down. Yeah, it's just Monster, like, it's over for San Francisco, I think, especially in that division. They got no chance. Yeah, I mean, you, you go from, like, how bad could it be? And holy crap, San Francisco. You know, they thought last year's injuries were bad. This year, my God, do they not have any but good it, training? If you, if you think about how even San Francisco became, like, they, they were a good team, and then Jimmy G got injured, and then they went the worst team in the league. Then they end up getting Bosa. They went to the Super Bowl next year. So now the same thing's happening again. So they might get like a top five pick, get another guy, bam, we're back in the saddle. (laughs) You get the next Bosa. They'll probably like, you know, they'll probably get rid of Jimmy G because there's a lot of talk saying him. Yeah. Odell will probably play their last games. And I think, I think you will. I, I think, that Shanahan's done with Jimmy G. Yeah, I think so as well. He's in, been one once again. The Super Bowl takes another soul. Yeah, it just ruins a player. Thanos snapping. Yeah. Um, yeah, he doesn't. You know, like I think everyone sort of every time you watch him, it's sort of like watching Alex Smith. You sort of go, "Oh, what's going to happen though?" And you know, he he's not the greatest of QB IQs. And and you know, now when you've got Nick Mullins just itching at the sidelines to get out there. Uh, it's the Nick Mullins show now, and, and San Francisco is going to have to deal with it. We can quickly go through some of the scores. Uh, but Rodgers looked great. Rodgers did. Aaron Jones looked better. They looked much better when they're a healthier full team. So that was good to see. But again, when you're going up against that San Francisco offense, it's not really much of a test. But it's a little sweet revenge for uh, Rodgers from last year. So. Well, Rodgers from last week, I mean, if we talk... No, I was saying last year, that beatdown. They yeah, they did. We're, we'll quickly go through the games from week eight, just sort of recapping some of the scores so you guys don't have to. Uh, we'll go through quickly the the New Orleans Saints. Uh, we'll, we'll start that one's at the top. They beat the Chicago Bears 26-23. Bears didn't look good in this one, but no. New Orleans did not look good either. It was either. a close. Yeah, I knew this was going to be a close game, and they, each team had a chance to win this, but this is just what you're going to get out of Nick Foles. You're going to have that great game, then you're going to have this game, and now you can't go back to Mitch. No. 
So it's like they're absolutely in one of the worst spots because it's like how many more, I guess, bad Nick Foles games until you have to do this? Because you're still at, what, five and three? Yeah. Five and three. So you still got a good record. You're still in it. So, But if you go to five and five and, and Nick Foles loses two more, you got you to pull the plug and give Mitch one more chance at the throne. Going to have to do something. I mean, it was nice to see Montgomery get a chance to start moving and, and having some big breakouts as well as Allen Robinson having. But the Bears are definitely going to need to. The one problem I did have with that was, you know, watching the game again, Foles did hit guys right on the numbers and they dropped the balls. Yeah. And that, you know what? There was a few downs where I counted it six times. That, you can't blame Foles on that. That That is, you know, Mooney, that was Robinson, that was everyone dropping balls. Jimmy G dropping balls. When you have the this... The other Jimmy G. You, when you have this happening, it's just unacceptable. Yeah, but again, they're up for Drew Brees. Who's playing with no one out there? Kamara yeah. looked great. Like, he's looked awesome all year. Um, he's the only reason one of my fantasy team has a win, um, yeah. basically. Uh, but, and so that's why it's going to be fun to see. I think they're going to be back healthy Thomas this and, week. Thomas and... Thomas and... Um, what's his name? Manuel Sanders coming yeah, back. Sanders. Have everyone so, back. So, against Tampa, that's going to be a fun game. That'll be a good game. We'll get into that preview. Uh, this game was a hell of a game to watch. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore, Ravens. Baltimore looked like they had a chance at the end to come back with this one but they couldn't Pittsburgh holds out a uh, lot of there was a lot of mistakes in this game obviously as well um, but you know Pittsburgh really put the clamps on Baltimore in this one uh, they shut down Derrick Henry and they were able to spread the ball around and their defense was absolutely just phenomenal yeah, well, in this one forced what Lamar to four pick turnovers six. Yeah. to pick six so like Lamar again this is just becoming a thing that I think you get a little worried about when he plays the big tough teams. He always has these letdown games. So not that I'm not worried. I still think he's going to be great. But again, you had Marquise Brown and Twitter saying like I'm a yeah. soldier, whatever the hell he was saying, didn't get me the ball, which is not what you want with this team. That was just flying through teams yeah. last year, and now I think when they hit a bit of a bit of a bump in the road, it's don't want to see them implode. So Lamar's got to get this team back on track this week. Yeah. But Steelers, hey, they look at they still don't look dominant. I know they're the last undefeated team. I don't think they're better than the Chiefs. No. I think they could easily probably lose to anybody, but they're beating the teams that they have to and their know, defense is solid. Yeah, their defense the is defense great. is holding them up. And you know, unlike someone like the Bears, you know, actually Roethlisberger has so much talent to get the ball around. In fact, I would say he is the least talented probably of all of them. He does look. He does struggle to get that ball around. There's guys when you look at them, uh, even look at some of the you know the the images of the plays. There's there's guys all op- open all over the place. So he's gonna have to focus and get this get this. Yeah, team exactly. that's what I mean. So it's it's not. It was a good win because these games are always good hard fought games. But again, I just want to see Pittsburgh have that fully complete game. Yeah, I think it's going to take a beating from one of these But they're the last undefeated team, so you got to give them credit. Got to go for that. Here's a team that came back, Indianapolis Colts. Holy man, they put 41 points up in Detroit Lions. Detroit, not shying back from this one as well. stink. They stink, but they 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 still put up points. I kept thinking, I thought Matt Stafford's going to have a much better year this year. I thought it was going to be the year with Hawkinson and Galladay stepping up. And you still have Marvin Marvin Jones. Yeah. Yeah, but he's just not doing anything. He's not able to do anything. you got DeAndre Swift. And it just feels like the same old Detroit Lions. Not much of an offensive line to protect him, and not much of a defense there. And obviously, they've lost a lot but of their defense. But we get these defensive. This is what the problem with I think we're hiring defensive coaches in today's NFL is really risky. The only yeah. ones that are good are like ones that have been around forever, like the Belichicks and the Mike Tomlins and Wade all Wilson's that. But when you when you bring in like everyone's bringing in the Cliff Kingsburys, the Sean McVeighs, they want that offensive with the quarterback, and this yeah. is what happens when. You always have that defensive coach. It's 
there's no there's no connection with the quarterback, I think. And Matt Stafford's been worse this year than he's ever been. Detroit's up and down, but they're still putting up a lot of points. And they, they can be scary when you're facing them, but you just don't know what team you're facing. Here's a team that no one thought this would come out. Minnesota Vikings and Dalvin Cook lay an absolute smackdown on the Packers. I was watching it here with our friend Andre, and he was silent. Dalvin Cook absolutely ripped a hole oh, through them. He, he was just watching him. There was no way to stop it. I'm like, holy crap. How, who, who's he was coming back stuff? off an injury. So yeah. you're worrying about, is it going to be that good? Especially against the Green Bay defense that we thought was good, but it's getting gashed. Oh, there was no way right it stopped. So give it, give it out again, division games are always tough, especially Minnesota-Green Bay. So it's not like, even though Minnesota's they were 1-5, they're still a good team. Like mm-hmm. they still have pieces that, so they they know how to play Green Bay. They played them before, and it's just again they let down game. Packers came back next this week and had a great game. So yeah. it happens. You're gonna lose division games, especially when it's a tough division. You will. The, the the one thing I did notice in that one is Minnesota. You're talking about injuries. Their secondary was on third and fourth string. You're talking practice squad guys, and you're talking rookies out there. And that is not going to... If you've got all rookies in your back, in your back, in your secondary, you are screwed yeah. next week. And I think they're going to be screwed this week unless they can get some defense. Here's another... This one was a tight game too. Cam Newton and the Patriots chasing the Buffalo. Buffalo was looking limp here. Um, you know, for, you guys couldn't really open it up and get separation. I hated every minute of this game watching. It was one of those... Because I knew it was going to be like this... Uh, Bills were able to pull off a lucky win, I think. Like they, Cam Newton was driving down that field. They were at the 12. Great play by Zimmer to force the fumble. But the Bills' running game looked good, but everyone's been able to run the Patriots. Again, it was windy. It was tough out there. Uh, but I just need to see more. The Bills are still regressing. But it was just one of those things. Like The Bills have been, what, like he's 35-3 and three yeah. in his career against the Bills. So... To just to finally just have that win at home, their first win in nine years in Buffalo against the Patriots, just to get that monkey off your back, hopefully that just kind of gets it off in next week against Seattle. This yeah. week, we get to see a little bit of that offense from the first four games, but the Patriots are toast. They're, they're just awful. They're not looking good. They don't have any weapons. What a week for you to find the dildos, though. I mean, it's fitting that you got you, fin- you find the winning dildos exactly. the week after you beat your dildo team. Um, speaking, of, speaking of dildos, Ryan Tannehill. Um, <laughs> he's not a dildo. He's playing amazing. Why are you playing like one next? Well, the Cincinnati Bengals, this is one of my upsets, and I told you guys, hey, this is a big one, and I said, I think the Bengals can win. They were, what, five-point underdogs, and holy crap, did they win. Man, they, look at that spider coming. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> uh, look at that. So that one was a, a really big win. Cincinnati, holy crap, they showed how to beat the Titans, and that is score, 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 chuck the ball, and that's what they did. The Tennessee Titans were on their back feet most of the game trying to catch up with Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati looked great. Like That was just one of those... I think Cincinnati was going to have this game where they have a big... Burrow came out, looked great. You get Mixon um, and yeah. No, Mixon. I think Mixon might have been out. He was out, um, yeah. But again, they, they just... Look, T. Higgins looks really good. And I think Tennessee, after having all these like heartbreaking like 36-point games, they were due for a letdown game. Yeah. Every team gets a letdown game. Um, it was in Cincinnati. It was on the road. Tennessee, you just brush it off. Uh, it was upsetting because I had uh, Tannehill in Daily Fantasy. I thought this was a perfect yeah. matching with A.J. Brown, but it was not to be. But again, when you're in the AFC and, you, again, when you're a team like I support the Bills and you see Cincinnati beat Tennessee and then we lose to Tennessee, you're like, yeah, anyone yeah. can beat anyone in this league. It's they one can. of those things. So it always gives me hope when a team... As good as Tennessee loses to Cincinnati. Well, it gives me hope because the Bears are playing the Titans this week. And if you're looking for blueprints, that's the one you want to see. It, 
you chose Tana. Was that your girlfriend, Cynthia Freeland, tell you that one? She did. She screwed. You always going for your girlfriend. No, this is the first time she hadn't won me money. Though, oh, so, uh, man. Usually it's 5.30. Ryan's gathering around the she's, TV. She's on a warning, what Cynthia Freeland's going to say. Uh, this game, oh, my crap. I thought this one would be... Obviously, it was in Cleveland. The weather sucked the dog's balls. But Cleveland Browns get field goal kicked. Yeah, this all yeah. it was, the field goal game. The Raiders all over the Browns in this one. 16-6. to six. Uh, man, I thought this one would have over all over it, but man, it was under it's, all under. Yeah, it. especially after Baker had a five touchdown game to yeah. come out and lay six points when Odell was at. Everyone's like, "Oh, that's the problem with Baker." Where you're like, "Is this the game he has a big comeback?" And it's like, "No, no, no, it isn't." Um, again, yeah, the Raiders just always have those sneaky wins. This is a classic Raiders victory. Like we're there now. I think sitting at five and three, and you're like. We still we won't know in week seventeen if the Raiders are good. Yeah, that's what I think of them. Like you're always gonna be like, I don't know, they're gonna make the playoffs, but I don't know if they're a good team. Too many injuries. You know, you got enough injuries on that team uh, with the offensive line and the defensive line that you know they haven't really played to their full potential. But you know, when Carr does get going, man, he's be able to chuck that ball around. Well, uh, I guess Odell was happy that they weren't like putting up forty without him. Sure. Week. Yeah. Just being like, yeah, all you guys being like, oh, maybe they'll be better without me. It's like second. Well, the weather was absolutely atrocious there and he wouldn't have been able to do anything there yeah it was terrible weather everywhere a terrible the weather the buffalo was insane yeah it was yeah you would have thrown a dildo in your, and it would have come back and slapped you right in the face um speaking of slapping right in the face the jets yeah. uh they faced the kansas city chiefs this was a 20 point line. Was the I easiest was, spread i picked it i was like i was nervous though because it was 19 points for so long yeah, and i'm looking true. at this thing going what the hell is going on are you guys gonna score what uh but the jets you know just Tanking for Tua, Trevor, and anyone else with a T in their name. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. It could be the suck. end of Darnold. You don't know. Again, well, the Jets, I play, think, play New England this week. So you never yeah. know, to be honest. The way New England's playing. I can see the Jets. First, yeah, them. could get their first victory, but you um, know. Yeah, I don't want Trevor Lawrence to go to the Jets. Cause, but imagine that. That, off, that. that division would then have Tua, Josh Allen, and Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. The Patriots having no one. This will be, and then they got to find someone that can compete. They could be sitting at that basement for a decade. They could be trade, trading away their future. Could be glorious. But again, Mahomes look great. Chiefs is going to do what they're going to do. This was this is the easiest pick. In the, even if it was twenty, I wasn't even worried. Yeah, I was worried maybe in the second quarter. But I was like, there's no way. Here was one of the next one is one of my upsets of the week. I said to you guys, hey, Miami is going to beat the Rams, and boy, did they ever beat the Rams. However. What I did say is Tua is going to suck, and he did suck. He, did. he, he, was, hor- he was horrible. Yeah. He looked like he was a freshman on his first day of high school, staring at everyone, terrified. Yeah, he's small, too. He's small. Tiny. He couldn't. He, he doesn't is. throw well. He's a lefty. Don't, there's not many lefties no. in football, so uh, it's nice when a lefty is playing. But a again, it was his first game. I think yeah. like the pressure coming off, you got to give like, – it doesn't matter. Like, Tua's either going to be – He's going to need a game like that much defense. But again, when you're playing, when you get that much help with defensive touchdowns and kick, kick yeah. punt returns, the first punt return all year, apparently, yeah. was this one, which is a crazy stat. That yeah, it was, one. it was yeah. a great run, too. So but Miami's special teams and their defense. I, would, I, th- I think you give two a pass on that game. You don't worry about it. It's his first NFL game. Most people are terrible in the first NFL game. Let's see. Not what Justin they, Herbert. Yeah, <laughs> not, not yeah Justin Herbert. Again, there's always going to be... Yeah. But I can think there's too much pressure. There's still the Dolphins. They're not this juggernaut offense. No. So well, the Herbert's at least got a bunch of weapons. 
He he does. I mean, but uh, the Rams tough defense, and you know Miami. He, he I know, but Aaron Donald almost murdered Aaron Donald on one foot. Almost killed him. I thought he was. But I, I watched a lot of the passes. I think his QBIQ is not that good. Unless I see more from him, I don't think he's that much. Well, let's see. We'll see. We'll see. I'm intrigued to watch him. I'm not going to cheer for him because I want to cheer for him, but I can't. Here's my other third upset. I told you guys and said, "Hey, take them Broncos, them Broncos or something." Why? The Broncos are like uh, a really strong version of herpes because man, they do not go away and they come back itchier than ever. Uh, they come from behind. And Chargers are like the people where you're like, "Did you wear a condom?" Like, no, yeah. obviously not. It's like we tell you this all the time because yeah. the Chargers once again let it slip through. They did slip it through. Sixteen and points, uh, f- fourth game this season. They've had sixteen points or more that they've it, yeah. blown the lead. They are the new Atlanta. This is Falcons. right. This is what I'm talking. I've never. This is on Anthony Lynn. Like this is just. Yeah. Bad. This is no other that he came from Buffalo. This is what he's brought into is Buffalo football blowing leads. Is yeah. what he's brought to the Chargers. Edelman was never an offensive coordinator. He was a running back coach who got a temporary Bills head coach after Rex got fired. And I never thought he again. Never really made sense of why you could a guy who's never even called plays to now be your head coach of a team. Yeah, going into L.A. one of these big markets. It just felt like a bad mix. And I think he's gonna get fired. I think. After that, those stats and wanting to go with Tyrod, and if he didn't get yeah. fiction, then he wouldn't have been in the game. And now you got Herbert, and I think now that you got Herbert and see how good it is, you can look out, and it's a it's a nice looking job for a lot of coaches. Oh gosh, gotcha. be you, like, yeah, I'll coach Herbert. I got this great great guy. I've got you great got defense. Eckler, you got Joey Bosa. You they got, just they just need that coaching, and, and as you say, it's like the, the they're the, a coach away from being able the to Cliff Kingsbury's or uh, you know McVeigh's. Those guys would salivate. You imagine what Bill Belichick would do with a team like that yeah, as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. But I think anyone would want to have it. Uh, that team has a lot going, but you know what? It's that they just don't have that coaching to hold the lead. Charger's going to charge her. They just got to do it. Charger's going to charge uh, This game was over, but San Francisco, uh, this is before. they. This is the game they lost everybody, pretty much. 37-27 to 27 in the goodbye 49ers yeah, yeah. game as everyone pretty much plummeted out of this match, game. The casket match. Everyone the left. They lost everyone. Uh, Seattle Seahawks uh, burned them down. 37 points. Russell Wilson keeps on going. Yeah, the DK Metcalf game. He was a beast. I yeah. was going against him in fantasy, so I know how good he played, how uh, well he played. But again, this is what Seahawks did. They still gave up 27 points to yeah. this Niners team in that offense. So again, I'm ex- that's why I'm excited for this week to see um, how bad the Seattle defense is because it just looks like they have to put up 40 every week. Pretty so much. it's going to be intriguing to see if, to me, because this just does not feel like a recipe for playoff success, this Seattle team. No. It's good in the, it's good in the regular season, but when the playoff hits... They, you've got to be able to stop somebody. You, you, play, a de- you play a team with not will... a lot of offense, but a really tough defense who just chokes you. Yeah. And that's essentially what San Fran did to a lot of people last year. Defense just chokes you, limits the amount of points you can get. Well, maybe it's just because the coronavirus is just out of control that Russell's not worried. He's like, there's not going to be any fans in there. No one's I'm, I'm just throwing it. I'm just in practice every just day. Just having fun. Speaking of having fun, the Dallas Cowboys no. are not having fun. They are having a hell of a season. Danuch. Danuch is on fire. And apparently, uh, he learned as a first-year quarterback, delete your tweets. Um, yeah, you shouldn't be using them. What did he tweet? Yeah, he just had some salty language, uh, you know, dressing up like Aaron Hernandez and stuff like that. Saying some stuff that was sort Stuff of college Classic Danuch. Classic Danuch. You, you realize yeah, you're going to be yeah. a quarterback for the He's Cowboys. He's already not going to be the quarterback this week, is he? Uh, yeah. Apparently, uh, no, they've brought in um, Alex Smith's uh, leg. They brought back <laughs> the old leg. And a throwing machine. Apparently, I saw that as well. They yeah, brought... the throwing machine. <laughs> they saw it just lines him up. All right, we're going to the right. <laughs> um, yeah, it's over for the Cowboys. So yeah. 
It's going to be interesting to see what they do. Um, Andy I, Dalton. It's just showing how important Dak is. Yeah. Team. But again, they can't stop anybody. Like they're just not a good team. They got a bad coach. They made a mistake, and it's will Jerry Jones admit he made a mistake and fire? Like, but then again, you have Jerry Jones leading the next head coach search. So yeah, it's just and, like and you've got all that the all blind that, leading the blind. All that money sitting there. You got Amari. You got Ezekiel sitting there doing nothing. Just money doing nothing. Moving on to our last, uh, last game here. It was Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the New York Giants. And the Bucs struggled in this one. Actually, the Giants, you know what? No one no one puts the Giants down by a lot. The Giants have not been blown out this year. Uh, they have been beaten, but nobody really blows them out. Tom Brady can't play the Giants. And then again, that was questionable pass interference on that two-point conversion. Yeah. Um, yeah, again, they were one of those games that where you're like, okay, maybe Tampa Bay isn't ready to start blowing out teams by 40. Yeah. So... Like they're de- like again, Daniel Jones had, had a decent game, I thought, to be honest with you. Uh, he looked much better than the other week. But now they have Antonio Brown. We're going to be interested to see how good they're going to be. So I think this is a blip in the radar. I'm intrigued to watch this next game. I think Saints-Bucks is going to be one of the best games of the year. Fireworks started fireworks already. The sun hasn't even gone Once I talked about Tom Brady, the fireworks the just start like, going off. If you don't know, it's uh, it was uh, every Guy time Fox he mentioned Day yesterday Tom Brady. here in England. So. Fireworks, basically, if you want your dog to have a heart attack, uh, bring it around here in November. Okay, speaking of heart attacks, let's go through our Week 9 games. Going through all the Week 9 games for you, uh, running through them. We'll start with the one I got here first, is Ryan's game. No. Seattle Seahawks, 6-1 and one at the 6-2 and two Buffalo Bills. Seahawks favorite in this one. It was 2.5. Now it's 3 points. The over-under in this one is 54 points. Um, you know, you had a tough game against Cam Newton last week. Uh, and then you've got a Seattle Seahawks team that has Jamal Adams back this week on defense, which is going to be big because you need someone who's going to cover uh, Diggs. So, you know, how do you see your team in this one as a three-point underdog? Well, I think they have a really good shot at this game, to be honest with you. I, at first, when I got here, I was down on the game. But now I think about it, with Chris Carson being out, and what the, what the Bills did against the Chiefs was they wanted they wanted to take away Pat Mahomes, so they let them run on it all day, and, and cried ever till they were destroyed them. Yeah. So that was a bad move. But against a team that doesn't have any running backs who have Hideout and Carson out, then no one make them run it. Force yeah. it and then try and take away what Russ is doing and hopefully that this running back isn't going to be good enough because the Bills D haven't been able to stop anybody. They probably would have lost to Cam if it wasn't for that play. Um I want to see a bounce back Josh Allen game. I think there are, the, the the Seahawks have been better against the run than than definitely against the pass. They're literally historically bad against the pass. Um, but I just think Russ is... I wanted to pick the Bills, but I didn't say... I'm going to go... This is two weeks in a row I've gone against yeah. my team. Even though I did it last week only out of a strategy. But this week I literally think they're going to lose. Uh, but I think the Bills are going to keep it close. So I'm going to say 30-24. to 24. Uh, yeah, I've got it. Uh, a, I've got this as a four-point game uh, for Seahawks. I just, you know, Jamal Adams is gonna is gonna be back. He's gonna be playing very hungry. Uh, he's good at sneaking balls. Uh, they do put pressure. You know, I, I agree with you that Seattle doesn't have much of a running game. They got Dallas, uh, which will have to see if they can move the ball around it in a in a small running game. But I think the Seahawks are too much for Buffalo on this one. Even though Buffalo is at home, I have Seattle winning this one, thirty to twenty-six. Oh, very close. Moving on to the next game, it's a 3-4 and four Denver Broncos, and they're visiting the 2-6 and six Atlanta Falcons. Atlanta favored in this one by four points with a 50-point over-under in this one. Atlanta, four-point favorites over Denver? I'm yeah. surprised at this. Well, not really. I don't think Denver, even though Denver pulled off that win, like Drew Locke played terribly up until that last drive, really. He wasn't, he wasn't that impressive. 
Um, but I think Atlanta just has too many weapons. I think Julio's really starting to light it up. I think Gurley's playing better. I think we could see Atlanta pull a couple of victories in a row together now. So I actually, even especially it's in Atlanta, it's not in the, the cold of Colorado or the, the, the weather. And the, the what is altitude. It? Altitude, that's what that's I'm looking for. Uh, I'm going to go with the Niners and take this. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 33 to 20. 33 to convincing 20. Convincing win. 33 to 20. Well, Calvin Ridley is out again, and this is one of my upsets of the week. I think Denver is going to beat him. I have Denver and Noah Fant beating uh, Atlanta. Uh, Denver, their defense is fast. You know, Drew Locke was crap in the first three quarters, but if you look how he played in that fourth quarter, he was he was am- he was playing like his QB rating was like 112 or something like that. He was absolutely insane. Um, they they suck, but I think they're better than Atlanta. Team on team. I keep believing in Atlanta. I don't know why. I think it's Chapman. I don't. It's I think he might be, but I I, I believe he's in, in Denver. My head. He's in my Noah head. Noah Fant is like one out of every four balls is Noah Fant. So I think Noah Fant's gonna have a big game in this one. Calvin Ridley being out, their defense being there. I have a Denver to win this one 27-24. Moving on to our next game, I've got my Chicago Bears visiting the 5-3 Bears visiting the 5-2 Tennessee Titans. Tennessee favored by 5.5 points. 46.5 points is the over-under. Um, you know, the Bears obviously, our O-line sucks. The O-line of Tennessee sucks. But the difference is that Tennessee has to play four days later against the Indianapolis Colts, yeah. which I think will be a motivating factor. Um... Yeah, I think having Taylor Luan out is going to be real tough for them, especially with Mac coming in. And they're going to be able to put that pressure. So they're going to need Henry to have a big game because I think Chicago's going to be able to stop the pass. Um, and Tannehill didn't look great last week. So I think they need to go back to what they do best is get Henry going and then use the play action because no one does play action more than Tennessee in the league. They're one of the highest percentages yeah. in the whole league. And But I actually, even though I picked Chicago to win last week, I think they can pull this off again. I think you're going to have that classic Nick Foles roller coaster of, we had a bad game this week, so now yeah. we're going to see a Nick Foles better game. I just think the Bears' D is going to do enough to, to make this close, and I don't think it's going to be a big shootout. I'm going to say Bears 24-23. Let me say very close. Very close. Look, I, I like it. I mean, if Tennessee's, if Adoree Jackson is out for them, that's going to be very easy for Chicago to be able to get the ball around. Um, you know, Derrick Henry, he can be slowed down. He can't be stopped for good. You know, you can stop him for two or three quarters, but then he's going to have one quarter where he just him. gets, and that's it. I think we'll be able to contain him. But I do <laughs> think that unlike Cincinnati, the amount of pressure we put, and you know, the one thing about the Bears is we're we're one of the hardest teams to score again. You don't put a lot of points up on us. You know, we I think the second highest point total score against um, so I don't think it's a high game. I do have Tennessee to win, but only by two points. I have Tennessee to win this 26-24. to <coughs> By both of us going against our teams. It is. Moving to the next game. It's Ryan's got a cold. It's not Corona. Grab no, a beer if you want, buddy. Uh, it is Detroit Red, uh, Detroit Red Wings. Detroit Lions 3-4 and four, uh, at Minnesota uh, Vikings, <coughs> who are two and, or four point favorites in this one. Minnesota's 2-5, and 53.5. Uh, yeah, so the line in this one has moved. Uh, sorry, the uh, line in the Minnesota-Detroit game has changed. It was uh, three and a half. Then it's four. Now it's four and a half points favored for the Vikings. Obviously, everyone watched that game last week and said, hey, Minnesota's pretty good. Uh, Detroit, as you said, you're not a big fan. But Minnesota is at home. Two dome teams uh, fighting this one out. But again, it's a division game. So these games are always going to be tougher. Like, I can easily see Detroit winning these games because these guys beat each other up all the time. Yeah. And they're always able. Like, Detroit's always going to take one against a team they're not supposed to take one against. Uh, I could see it this way. I'm not doing it because I've picked Detroit too many times. They burnt me. 
And um, so I'm going to go to Minnesota. I think they got to get a couple wins going because I think they have a uh, pretty decent schedule coming up if they can get through this. Yeah. And actually pull off a couple wins. I think Cousins needs it. I think just ride Dalvin Cook and just keep running him. Get that. Because he's been out a couple weeks and they've been struggling. So now get back on track. they got Justin Jefferson who looks good. Thielen, Irv Smith. You have literally the, like, a perfect offense, and there's no excuses. So go on and beat Detroit. I say they're going to do it 28-23. Uh, to 23. See, uh, for me, I just find that they exhausted, Minnesota exhausted themselves last week with an emotional division win against Green Bay Packers. You threw everything you had on the table. You lost, like, three or four safeties. The whole secondary was blown away. Detroit is just, like... It's Detroit. They just don't seem to care. They're like a swinger. They're just walking around, screwing everything, not really giving a crap about anything. Um, and even, I think Marvin Jones Jr. will have a good game. I have Detroit to cover this one. I think that Minnesota's going to win, but Detroit is just going to keep chucking garbage balls up, keep it close. I have Minnesota winning at 30, Detroit 28. Moving on to the next big AFC game, and this one is big. It's Baltimore Ravens 5-2 at Indianapolis Colts 5-2. Uh, Baltimore favored in this one by three points. 44.5 is the over-under Baltimore emotional loss the following week uh, to Pittsburgh Steelers. How are they going to rebound against this Indianapolis team? It's going to be a tough game. Um, I think that they have to rebound, especially. Uh, this is interesting for a couple of reasons. I think seeing how Philip Rivers, we see Philip Rivers beat up crappy teams. That's what he's been doing the last couple of weeks. So I'm going up against. Uh, team with Baltimore's defense. We'll get to see if his arm is noodle or he was just playing bad teams. So mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see that. I think Darius Leonard's coming back, so that's going to be make their defense even better. But I think the Baltimore's just got to... This is like one of those gut-check wins. You know, you got two games back in the division. Like You're not going to get a bye. You're in like the wild-card spot right now. Yeah. Which you were projected to be one of the teams. So you got to go out and you got to beat good teams. You can't just be the team that beats bad teams. Um... That's for the sixth seed in the playoffs. It is. Uh, for the Bills last year. So I'm going to go with Baltimore. They have to win this. They're going to win this. I'm going to go uh, 27 to 20. See, I, I think the big thing that Ron, losing Ronnie Staley or Stanley last week was a big thing for Baltimore. Yeah, it definitely hurts. So that, to me, that affects them going forward. And I think that after this emotional loss, the, the difference is Baltimore is going to be down on a low after this whole loss where they could have put it together. Whereas Indianapolis is like, finally, we've got it all together. we got the number one offense again. we got the number one defense running around. And I like Indianapolis in this one. They're at home. And this is the next victory. They're going to put the chunk right into it and move on to the next game when they play the Titans the following week. They know they can put two wins up in a row against these two guys. If they can beat Baltimore and Tennessee within a week... They're Man, back. They're back they're in the conversation. So. And, I, and I, I've got Indianapolis doing this one 26 to Yeah, I can definitely see it. I, I just think if Lamar's going to be, if we don't want to talk about playoff Lamar and big game Lamar, he's got to win this game. Like he just, well, he has, but now he's facing two, the MVP of the NFL. Two solid defenses. You go from facing the Steelers to your fast. Now you got uh, Leonard as well for, for yeah, Indianapolis, so, who, are, who are, you know, in the past two games, their defense has just accelerated back up again. They put a lot of pressure on, and I see them happening. All right, here's a game. Uh, you got Christian McCaffrey. Hooray! Oh, he's back, baby. He's returning. C-Mac is back uh, as the Carolina uh, Panthers. Three and five are visiting the seven and one Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, the Chiefs, ten and a half point favorites in this over Ooh. under 52 and a half points. Holy Listen, boy. I think considering how well Carolina played without Christian McCaffrey, um, having him back is just such a, such a boost. I actually think they can keep this relatively close. Uh, I think Kansas City's still going to win. I just think... 
they got too many weapons. And yeah. Carolina's not a great defense, but they're playing much better than anyone suspected. Bridgewater's been good. I think having McCaffrey is only going to open it up and make it easier. Then they have Mike Davis, who can also, like a change of pace, who's been excellent. So to me, I think Carolina's going to keep this within a touchdown. I'm going to say Kansas City, just with, with Mahomes being playing the way he is, uh, I'm going Kansas City 30 to 24. 30 to 24. Yeah, I mean, I think 10 and a half points. I was remiss. Anytime you get those big double digit spreads like Especially that. Especially when you're getting a guy like McCaffrey back. Yeah, and I mean, like, they did, you know, there was 20 points against New York Jets last week and 10 and a half this week. Eh, no way. Yeah, I'm but not, the Jets I'm not, one was money in the bank. Yeah, no, the Jets one's money in the bank, but, you know, you've got. You know, you've got DJ Moore and you've got uh, um, Robbie Anderson in this game, too. Let's not forget, these guys are speedsters, and Kansas City is going to struggle to contain these guys. They've lost a lot of their secondary. So I could see, you know, Robbie Anderson putting up a really good game in this one. Again, I don't think they're going to win. They're not going to beat Kansas City at home. Although, who knows? This could be a real surprise. I do have them covering, though. I have Kansas City winning this one 38, Carolina to 30. All right, moving on to what the, the next game. Man, this one is going to be heated. We have the 1-6 Houston Texans taking on the 1-6 Jacksonville wait. Jaguars. Uh, Houston favoring this one by 6.5 points. It's now moved up to 7. Actually, it was 6.5 at the start. Um, you know, you have to wonder, is is Houston cursed? Uh, what's no, happened? they're not cursed. They had Bill Bryan as their GM. That's, what I, that's part of the curse. That's, <laughs> that's what I was getting at. They just had terrible management, inept management, that squandered all their draft picks, and now they've left the cupboards bare. And they have, and they, the only good thing is now they have J.J. Watt is their piece that they can trade. J.J. Mm-hmm. Watt will get them a first-round pick back. So yeah. I think... If they lose this, you ship J.J. Watt out that door as soon as possible. Yeah. Again, J.J. Watt could maybe... Oh, it's kind of, he's had a lot of injuries. He's a 30. Probably only get a first round. But I think... Again, for a team looking for a playoff Houston push. with Deshaun Watson, who's just so much better than anyone on that field. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to bet against him. I think he's the better quarterback. Uh, the Jaguars stink. They have nobody. Jake uh, Luton. Is that what That's the quarterback yeah. from, from Oregon State... Where he was, he had a thirty-one point two passer rating. Or something. Oh my goodness! Well, that'll be fun to watch. So this will be good for he. This could actually be really good for Deshaun Watson in fantasy, taking him this yes. week with Will Fuller, maybe matching those two up. Might do that on the weekend. But yeah, this is a nightmare. These two teams are terrible. But Houston's got Deshaun Watson, so I'm going to say they're going to win uh, twenty-seven to ten. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's really going to work out is probably Robinson for uh, Jacksonville. I mean, you're just going to have to run the ball, basically just run the ball and throw it to him the whole time. Uh, Jake Gluten, I don't know how much faith I have in this guy. But this... Danuch Gluten, but no Kaepernick. And, I mean, these guys... <laughs> how much of a slap in the face is that? So he's watching Danucci come in. Like, hey, honey, yeah. I'm yeah. right here, guys. Yeah, Danucci. Yeah, well, Kaepernick probably couldn't beat these guys in, in you know the contest. He hasn't played football in a while. I'm sure he's better than Dedich. Well, you you would <laughs> you would hope so, but he is old. But anyway, Houston, I've got this one winning at 34 to 17. We've got our final game of the six o'clock games. Oh boy, this one is so exciting. Saving the if, best for last. If you if you like uh, poisonous poo, uh, New York Giants one and seven at the two and five Washington football team. Uh, Washington football team three point favorites in this. 41.5 points over under. Um, basically, yeah, I, I would, you know, watch the paint dry in an insane asylum, well, then watch this one. 
But you know, Washington. Let's let's give them some credit, man. For a team that's not had a lot, they've kept themselves hey, close in a lot of games. I think Washington's got to keep themselves in. It's just crazy to say this for a two and five team, but they got to keep themselves within one game of the division playoff hunt. Yeah, exactly. So um, I think the Giants. Giants are in a tough spot. Giants and Jets are both in a tough spot because they both could get their number one pick, and then they both have the decision of do they bail on their quarterbacks. Yeah, and both have GMs that pick these guys. So. It's going to be really... I think both of them probably want to get a win so they don't have to do it. So a team like Jacksonville could come in and get that number one pick. Yeah. But um, I think the Washington football team is just has a better defense. So I'm going to just pick a defense that could just give Daniel Jones fits and cause some turnovers. Kyle Allen. Is Kyle Allen playing? Kyle Allen is playing. playing uh, they, no, they got Terry yeah. McLaurin, Gibson. They got some players. So I'm going to go Washington. They're the better team. Uh, 20 to 17. 20-17. Yeah. A terrible game. I mean, they lost. I think this was week one. They lo- they won 20-19. Uh, Kyle Allen uh, did not play that good. Um, but, you know, look, I like Washington in this one. If you look at the, you know, the, both New York football teams have a combined win record of one. Uh, when you think about that, the whole city of New York has one uh, win. Uh, but well, first of all, they're not New York. They're Jersey. They're Jersey, they're Jersey baby. Jersey. Uh, the Jersey boys, but uh, yeah, no, I've got Washington win this one, 24-17. Moving on, <coughs> pardon me, to our 9 o'clock games. Las Vegas Raiders, 4-3 and three at the Los Angeles Chargers, 2-5. and five. The Chargers are favored by one point in this one of a 53.5 over-under. Uh, Justin Herbert has been playing phenomenally all year. You know, he's got no O-line, which has been really difficult for him. Um, so, you know, he's got to be able to protect himself to get this ball out there and also get this running game going. Las Vegas, however, is very injured. Uh, there's not a lot they can throw at it. You know, he sugs. Is that pretty much all they've no, got? Uh, Renfro? Rugs. they got Rugs and Renfro. Renfro. Yeah, they, no, they got Waller. Rugs and Renfro. They got Waller. Like They're just going to have detectives. to basically run Jacobs. Um, this, is a, this is a game that Oakland needs to win because these are the games where Oakland... Vegas. Or Oakland, geez. Yeah, Vegas. Sorry. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Vegas beats San Diego. If you're playing in front of no fans, you're not really from anywhere, to be honest with you. Uh, The Raiders, this is a a game where they they get a big win, and they got to stack wins on top of each other. they got to go to 6-3 and because they're going to have some tough games. You've got a Chargers team that has a rookie quarterback. John Gruden's got to win these games. Derek Carr's got to beat... Justin Herbert. So I'm, I believed in Oakland. I think I picked Oakland for the upset last week. I'm going to take Oakland again because I think it's so important to win this game because even though it's a division game, they're always going to be tough. I think Herbert's the easy, the sexy pick. But I'm going to go with the Raiders with a little bit of an upset. Uh, I'm going to go 27 to 24. You heard, it, you heard it here, folks. Ryan has the Oakland Raiders to beat the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. In, in, in 2000, the throwback in 2007. Game, in the ultimate throwback game. Well, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, I think you're going to have to worry about a man named Bosa all day. Uh, and, yeah, man, I just, I can't, I think they're going to be throwing them all over the place. You know, obviously Anthony Lynn has taken these guys and said, don't blow leads. <laughs> yeah. and, and that's working really well. And there's one girl putting her hand up going, who's leads? Yeah. <laughs> how did you get in here? Why are you blowing guys? We're on the- um, so, no, I, I really, Josh Jacobs will be the one thing that's going to be hard for them to stop. But I do think that uh, the Chargers can actually win this one, and they need to win this one. You can't blow four leads. You know, you basically lost 60, you know, down by 64 yeah, points. Yeah, they the, so. the hunt for a playoff spot right now. So, and they're going to be playing uh, at home, and all those home fan um, <laughs> will be yeah. there cheering him on. Uh, I've got this one. The Chargers, 31. The Raiders, or 35-31, I've got this one. 
Moving on to this game, this, hey, maybe in 1977, this would have been the game to watch. The 7-0 Pittsburgh Steelers, 13.5 point favorites Ooh. over the 2-6 Dallas Football Club. <laughs> the Dallas. <coughs> they took away the Cowboys. The Jerry 41 Jones. point and 5. America's team. They should own it. They're yeah. America's team. The, America's team. So they've Which got, is actually fitting considering America is... The state the, of America. Is what's going on. It's fitting that your team is Dallas. No, apparently you <laughs> get in free if you offer to help count ballots. Uh, I don't really know if that's true. But, uh, you know, Pittsburgh obviously riding high nicely. Dallas, nothing to lose. Uh, Danucci could he be replaced by Dalton this week. Dalton seeing stars is and Dalton goes... Playing? I don't think he's playing. I don't know. Who else are they going to throw? Who's going to play? Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> uh, so Dalton, I think they were looking at his, But I don't think he's really... I don't think he's ready. I'm sure someone's playing. I haven't looked it up. I'm sure he's, uh, his wife is busy sending bad mean texts to all of his uh, his offensive linemen, the guys that didn't stand up for him when he, when he got smacked in the head. Yeah. Um, Pittsburgh defense is playing... I mean, whoever the quarterback is yeah. for Dallas is in for a hell of a night. Yeah. Uh, even if you're at home. I mean, is there any way that Dallas can overcome no, this? No, it just feels like they've given up on McCarthy. How do you, McCarthy, how do you turn this around? Like, the, he has an out, and I think Jerry Jones isn't going to fire him because he's going to be like, yeah. listen, Dak broke his leg. I, but he's got to fire his defensive coordinator because it's historically bad. Um, there's no chain way they're going to be able to compete in this game. I think with the weapons that Pittsburgh has, Roethlisberger in a dome, even though he's terrible on the road usually, I think inside uh, that dome he'll be fine. I have no faith in whoever Dallas is putting out there. Ezekiel Elliott looks slow. Murray Cooper is non-existent on the team anymore. It's like he doesn't even care. Yeah, uh, It's just a team. With, they got stars, but they got no heart. Uh, so I'm going to go with Pittsburgh in an easy win, 28-9. to 28-9, yeah, this... I don't, I don't see any way that Dallas can cover this spread, uh, yeah, in, unless something crazy happens in this game, which I can't see it happening. I can't see them going nuts. Unless everyone from Pittsburgh has, like, a dark night moment where, where the whole field, and Big Ben was actually in that movie, if you don't see, and Heinz Ward was yeah, as well. Yeah, Heinz Ward was. Uh, but you can see Big Ben on the sidelines. It all collapses, and it all falls apart. That's the only way I see it happening. Uh, yeah, and then I would do a Bane impression now, but I think I'm going to hurt my throat. Yeah. 31-17. Uh, this game going to be an interesting game. Four and three Miami I think Dolphins. It's a fun game. I going to this... visit the five and two Arizona uh, Cardinals. Uh, this is not the sky game, but man, well, really, it should be. No, well, that's actually good. Then two of two versus uh, yeah, Kyler. Yeah, one. It's kind of exciting. Yeah, I assume it would be. Yeah, I would think so too. Uh, I haven't really, to be honest, I haven't really double checked the schedule. I'm going to watch this game anyway, though. Yeah, this uh, one. Uh, this is going to be a great game. Kyler versus Tua. Um, now, this is a big game for them, obviously, because Miami, now you got Tua starting on the road, going to Arizona. Arizona, Kyler Murray putting up some good numbers. Hopkins is having a hell of a year. You know, just sort of came out of nowhere, and suddenly he's the yeah, lead receiver. Yeah, no, this no-namer that got traded for... Yeah, uh, no but just for... But this is one of those games, right? It's uh, Arizona, who's looked really good, where it started off really good. Arizona could win the division. Then they lost a bunch. It's like, what's happened to Arizona? Now they've won a couple of big games yeah. against... Seattle to give them their first loss. So this is going to be really exciting. I think Kyler Murray is just going to show Tua how it's done. Tua is just going to be a bit over his head. He's going on the road. He doesn't have the home field advantage. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be tough for him. I think Arizona is going to make him make a few mistakes. And I just don't think Miami has enough offense and firepower to keep up with Kyler Murray. Uh, four and a half is actually, I think it's a good bet. I'm going to pick Kyler all the way to cover this. All right. uh, and I'm going to say uh, 27-17. Yeah, the whole thing for me is Miami's defense, which has kept them in so many games. It kept them in against San Francisco, against the Giants, uh, against the Rams. Um, 
And, and this defense, I think, is going to something that Arizona is going to have to contend with. Now, can the whole thing is can Tua get the ball going? The the, the thing about Arizona is they've got Chase, uh, they've got you know Kirk, they've got so many different things that they can move the ball around. Miami's going to have to utilize this. I think that if Tua can finally get himself working well, I think they can cover it. I'm very skeptical of this game. I do have Miami. <clears throat> if it was Fitz, it would be a different game. I have Miami cover this one. Uh, really? I've got them a four-point cover in this one just because I don't think Arizona's consistent. So I have this one, Arizona 30, Miami to 26, a four-point spread. Moving on to our late Sunday game. You stand up, but one yeah, I'll be watching this on uh, Monday morning. Though. I will be up probably that. just as the game is finishing. I usually flip on it's the fourth quarter uh, when I wake up. Uh, it's the 5-2, Nolens Saints versus the 6-2, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Buccaneers by four was the last spread that we have. Four. It's four and a half now. Uh, with an over-under of 50.5. Tampa Bay escapes a win last week. Uh, Gronk scoring a touchdown every game. It's the same play. It's a fade to the corner. He always gets it in the yeah. end zone. Um, you know, the run got shut down last week. And, you know, New Orleans struggled a bit with the Bears. Um, you know, they got a win, but it was not an easy win. And this is a tougher Tampa Bay team that has Antonio Brown. Yeah, that's going to be the interesting... That's the story of the day now, is how good is this offense going to be with Antonio Brown? Uh, is he going to be upset if he doesn't get the ball a lot? Is he going to implode the team? There's so many storylines now with this. And especially coming off a game where you struggled against uh, against the Giants. So and now you're going up against a team that's already beaten you once. Tom Brady's never been swept, I think, in his career yeah. uh, by a team. Well, of course, no. he's in the AFC East. Uh, yeah. As a gimme, he would never be swept. So, and then Drew Brees is getting getting his weapons back. Michael Thomas is going to be Michael Thomas. It's going to be a fun game. I think it's going to be an absolutely... Great game. I think everyone in the world is going Tampa Bay. So I'm going to go with New Orleans. I think they're going to be able to, I think having those weapons back, if they have a, you know, Davenport's been looking good, Cameron Jordan, they're going to be able to put pressure on Brady. And that's what they did week one. And that's why Brady had his one of his worst games was yeah. that first week. Cause, and everyone was like, oh, he's washed up. Because they were able to hit him. And that's all you got to do. So I think New Orleans will be able to put enough pressure and have enough weapons returning with Kamara playing as well as he is. The upset, 35-30. to 30. Big game there for Ryan. For me, again, you mentioned that week one and, and Tom Brady's anger of coming back. Buccaneers have shored up a lot since then. That run defense they have, you do not run against them. It's a very tough running game. So I think, you know, if you shut down Kamara and, and you can put a lot of pressure on Brees, he's going to make some passes. And we've seen he can't pass longer than eight yards. Like, he starts throwing over 10 yards, and that thing noodle dips. And it does. It does have a good noodle dip. But and you, and he, he got one to taste of hell, and I think having having um, Michael Thomas and Sanders back is going to make Taysom Hill more valuable. Well, they use Taysom Hill the way that we, we use Cordell Patterson. Or, you know, that they just... No, you're, they use him way better. Than no, but they use, it's Telegraph. You bring it out, it's like, they're going to run. They're going to run that one. And you see it, and they run Taysom. And, I mean, we stuffed him so many times last They got us once, and then he didn't do it again. Um, and it's the same with Patterson. We do the same thing. I, I don't know about the, the imagination of this New Orleans offense in terms of the play calling and the imagination of their play calling. I just don't see it. I like Tampa Bay in this one. I like an angry Tom Brady. I like them firing. You know, I don't know what the hell is going on with Michael Thomas, but I don't think it has. I think it's more mental health or something going on with the team. And I think that's a friction in the, in the locker room. I like Tampa Bay 26 to 18 in this one. Final game. Monday, fun day. Hey, who wants to stay up late on a Monday? What are you going to do? You're not doing anything. It's lockdown. 
Uh, New England Patriots, although apparently they're going to have to change their name because uh, they're not patriotic anymore, apparently. They're not winning. Two and five uh, versus... What the, a day. What a Monday night. Versus the Jets, 0 oh and 8. The two teams combined between them have two wins. Uh, seven and a half point favorite spread for New England. Does that change? It's eight and a half now on that one. With a 42 and a half point over under. Cam Newton showed he's got some legs, uh, but he doesn't didn't look it's, great. He's Darnold's playing. I don't know if Darnold's playing. Uh, um, Flacco is. Oh, God, Flacco right. is playing, and so is Crowder, apparently. Uh, well, again, okay. well, Flacco always plays well against the Patriots. He's been yeah. able to upset him a bit. Um, ugh, I think eight and a half is just too much. I think the way Cam's been playing and the way this New England defense is playing, to give them eight and a half, even over the Jets, I think is a bit too much. I think the Jets being at home will keep this close. Again, division games, they're going to be up for it a bit. Especially when you see the Patriots at two and five, it's like you smell blood in the water. Oh, yeah. Even for a team who's zero and sat, who's zero and eight, it's like, oh my god, hey, listen, we get our first win here. No one, never underestimate. Even though fans are like, yeah, let's go to zero and sixteen and get Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. No player wants to be part of an zero no. sixteen team. No one wants that dynasty on your no. on your yeah, ass. Yeah, you do not want that in your in your resume. So, uh, I think Jets are going to keep this close. I think it's going to be twenty three twenty Patriots though. But I could see an upset here, but probably not. It's it's, it's Darnold was playing. I would have picked the I would have picked the Jets for the upset. It's nice to think about. It's just when you look at the Jets, they don't have anything aside from Crowder. You chuck the ball to Crowder, and basically, you know. The, well, Denzel Mims is back. Yeah, he's looked a bit better. So, and Darnold, especially with that defense, the way it's playing, and that New England's, they could yeah. have been able to run it on them. But with well, Flacco in, I just ugh. the last the, the last week, the best Jets player on the field was Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, you know, that was, that's pretty much the state of the Jets. I just don't see them doing anything. I think that, you know, New England, Bill Belichick is going to say, look, we've got to win. They haven't won anything convincingly. They haven't done anything that can be the few games at the start, but their two wins are nothing. They need to win this one and win it big. And I have them winning it big. 28-6. to six. That's it for our picks for Week 9 in the NFL. Make sure you find us on NFLinLondon.com. That's the website. Or just find us at NFL in London on social media. We also have great DraftKings league that you can play called NFL in London. Go into our league play. We've got lots of contests, free and paid contests. Folks, we know it sucks. We can't watch the NFL together. We were hoping to put some stuff together. We were hoping to do a Thanksgiving party for us in London this year, but apparently that's not going to happen. Stay safe. Stay sane. Watch this space, folks. We'll tell you more about more events, and go Bears.